Hey, it's Lynn Brown, and welcome to The Gritty Girl Podcast, episode number eight. I used to be a copycat. My name is Lynn Brown, and I'm glad you're here. I'm a results coach, and I work with teens who want to improve a result. We focus on courage and confidence. Just so, just so you know now, I graduated from the School of Hard Knocks. And I'll tell you why. Because I honestly believed that somehow I was not enough. I programmed my mind to believe the lies. I truly did. I convinced myself by the time sixth grade, seventh grade rolled around, it followed me all the way through high school and even into college. I had convinced myself that I was not smart enough, nice enough, pretty enough, rich enough, athletic enough. Whatever the enoughness was, I was not enough of it. I was always comparing my not enoughness to everyone else's enoughness. It's just like I missed out on it somehow. And I wanted to be like everyone else. Anybody but me. If I could just be anybody else but me, that that was my goal. And as a result of that, I became (laughs) a master. I mean, it's like a world-class copycat. To, to be really honest with you, and just and just to let you know how extreme my behavior was, I actually wanted to wear braces. Like, I wanted to get braces on my teeth. Several friends at school had braces, and I just thought it would be so cool to go to the orthodontist. And honestly, I did need braces, and I did get braces. But, as you well know, I didn't feel any better because of that. Because that wasn't the thing that was going to help me to believe in who I was. But I believed if I could dress like my friends, that somehow that would take the emptiness away. I just tried to fill the emptiness with anything. And as I grew older, I filled it with things that were not good for me. I'll never forget this. We had a pageant at our school. Now, y'all, this is bad, but I'm going to tell you. We had a pageant at our school. And I mean, I just kind of dreamed of being the winner. You know, I like I could see myself with the crown standing out there in front of everyone, all the pictures and all that stuff. But I knew, I knew that, I totally knew that I was not going to win. But I thought, wow, if I did, I bet it would, you know, take the darkness away. It would take the doubt away. And I would feel so valued. So I decided, I came up with this plan. I thought, you know what, there's really probably no way I'll ever win this pageant. So I decided that I would go for Miss Congeniality. You know how that is. They, they vote on the girl that's the nicest girl. Well, I didn't believe in a minute that I was the nicest girl, that I was, that I had enough friends to, to become Miss Congeniality on my own. So I came up with this plan and y'all, I'm not really proud of this, but I'm going to tell you just cause I'm going to be honest. But I voted on myself. Now, let me, let me say this just to clarify. I believe with all of my heart that we do need to love ourselves. That is not arrogant. It is not haughty. It's not cocky. We, we need to love ourselves and value who we are because if we don't, we will never really be able to love anybody else. And so I wish I could tell you that I really voted on myself. It was a vote of confidence because I really thought I was that nice, but that's not it. I was so insecure and so needy. And so did not believe in my worth that I thought, well, 
Lynn, the only possible way you could ever win is if you do vote for yourself. (laughs) So I did. I was so embarrassed and full of shame because of that. But I did. I wrote my name in. And guess what? I won. And I know, woohoo, you know, and all that. I got this huge trophy. And I was Miss Congeniality. But honestly, y'all, I didn't even feel good about that either because I knew that I had stooped to that level to vote on myself because I was so desperate for a trophy. I thought somehow some metal, cheap, plastic trophy with my name etched in it, that somehow that was going to make me feel like somebody. It was going to validate who I was. And it's simply, simply not true. Y'all know that. Y'all are a lot wiser, a lot farther down the road than I was, you know, when I was your age. But, and so I walked away with the trophy, but feeling so embarrassed. And I never told anybody that. Like my, my friends don't even know that. Well, they might if they listen to this gritty girl podcast, but they, they don't even know that. I, I didn't tell anybody forever and ever and ever. Just recently, last couple of years did I tell people that because I was so ashamed But year after year, like I said, through middle, through high school, through college, I hustled for my worthiness. I wanted to fit in. I was a people pleaser. I would never speak up. I would never share my opinion. I always just went with whatever anybody else said. I agreed. I never would, I never would disagree with anyone. And y'all know because I've shared this, that I'm a person of faith. And and honestly, I missed I missed so much in Sunday school. I guess I talked my way through Sunday school too, and I didn't pay attention. So the day, obviously, my Sunday school teacher, Miss Heron, the day she taught the lesson on just who we are, you know, in Jesus, I must have missed that too. So I, I grew up really believing that my behavior was how God saw my worthiness. So I couldn't possibly be a worthy person in God's eyes. I would never receive his blessings because I was bad in his, you know, I thought I was bad. I thought, you know, because I got in trouble at school and, you know, I I got in trouble at home. So I thought I was bad. So I grew up believing that, you know, I was this rebellious person that, that was not worthy of his love. And I always felt like I was coming up short. It didn't matter where I was. At home, I felt like I was coming up short. I felt like my sister always did the right thing and did everything right. And I felt like I did everything wrong. At school, at church, it didn't matter where it was. I just always screeched in there coming in second. Just not feeling like I was worthy. So I don't, I don't know if you've ever felt like that before. I hope you haven't. But if you have, I just want to share with you that there is, there is hope. There is, there is another way. There is light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train coming at you. There is a way through this, through this darkness and through these, these lies that we have come to believe. And even at your age, you probably have said some things to yourself before. I don't know if you've ever like dropped something maybe at school when everybody laughed and you're like, oh, I'm so clumsy. I'm so dumb. Why did I do that? Or whatever. And and those messages go into our, our hearts. They go into our minds. They, they become who we are. And so I want today just to share this with you 
And I want to assure you of this one thing, that God's blessing on your life, His love for you, it is not determined by your little Miss Goody Two-Shoes behavior. It doesn't matter if you make straight A's and have never been, you know, talked to by your teacher, told to be quiet, to be still. You clean your room, you make your bed, you eat your broccoli, all you do all that stuff. But that's not why God loves you. And on the other hand, if you're like me and you, you know, I scraped through school and I didn't always do the right thing and I made silly choices and dumb moves and sometimes I didn't tell the truth and I didn't make my bed until, you know, three years ago I started making my bed, honestly, every day. So, um, but I'm just telling you all this because that's not why God, you know, God didn't love me any less either. I just believe that he did. But God loves you because he created you. Yes, you. He created you imperfectly perfect. We know there's no perfect people. I mean, there's some that act perfect. We know that. But we know deep down inside there's nobody perfect. There's only one perfect person. But you are made in his image. You are worthy because he made you worthy. It's not because of where you live or who you're parents are really or where you live or go to school or the color of your skin or how much money you have or don't have or whatever it's not that you're worthy because he made you worthy and you're not worthy because of that that because you fit in or you're invited to all the parties or you're the cool chick or whatever your worthiness doesn't come from your appearance it doesn't come from your grade point average you are a worthy gritty girl because he designed you that way so now what some of you are probably thinking well what about me (laughs) I'm not the one that makes the straight A's or maybe you're saying I am the one that makes the straight A's but I feel the same way that you're describing and you know what that's so possible too because it's not the circumstances it's not what we do that that makes us worthy so today's a great day whatever if you need to tweak something rewrite something change part of the story that you've already grown to believe that is not true you know what you can start today you can start today those silly lies that have that you have said to yourself so much that you have come to believe and that's what i did that's what i was sharing with y'all we can change those we can begin to rethink our thoughts. We can catch ourselves when we're talking negatively about ourselves. Like, I'm so clumsy, or I'll never pass that math test or that Spanish test, or <coughs> or I hope I'm not picked last today, or on and on and on. Whatever it is, we can change those thoughts. We are all capable of learning new things. You do it every day in school. Your teacher introduces new things, new concepts, new words, new formulas every day in school. We are creative beings. So the thoughts that we have right now, the thoughts that we are actually thinking, we we thought them up. And they they came because of our very best shot at it, our very best thinking. But... Good news again, we can create new habits and learn new thoughts. So y'all know my 
I've shared with you before my favorite verse is Romans 12 2. And it says this. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of those around you, but be inwardly transformed through a total reset on how you think. This will empower you to understand God's will as you live a beautiful, and let me add this, as as you live a beautiful and gritty life. Now that wasn't in the Bible, I just added that. But you will be satisfied and beautiful in His eyes. So I want you to remember that this week. If you have to listen to this thing 10 times, you remember that. You are beautiful and satisfying in his eyes. Until next week, remember, gritty is the new courageous. Gritty is the new strong. And gritty is the new pretty. I love y'all. Your gritty coach, Lynn Brown. See you next week.